Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey, folks, welcome to Wednesday night. So good to be with you tonight. If I sound a little bass tonight, I'm trying out for a quartet. I'm going to sing bass. No, I have just a little thing in my throat, but I'm feeling fine, so don't uh, don't take note of that. Hey, listen, last week I began to talk to you about call to arms. In other words, uh, we're called to do something in this world. You know, Jesus said that these times that we're living in would come, and uh, we're seeing it all around. In fact, in Matthew 24, I'm just, I just feel uh, led to go back there real quick. But Matthew 24, he tells us some things that would happen in the last days, and, and we certainly are living there now. He said, take heed to yourself. First of all, he says, take heed that you not be deceived. A lot of deception going around in the world today. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled. Amen. For all these things must come to pass, but the end of, is not yet. And then it costs about, talks about nation will rise against nation. We certainly see that around the world today. Uh, kingdoms against kingdoms. There'll be famines, there'll be pestilence and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. And then it talks about persecution will come to the church. You, you understand that because he, he says, they'll deliver you up tribulation and kill you and for my name's sake and to be hated by all the nations. But And many will be offended and betray one another and we certainly see that. And then said, many false prophets will come and and uh, deceive many, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Grow cold. But be in sh- uh, he who endures to the end shall be saved. Now, what are we called to do? Well, I titled this first responders. You know, when something um, something like a World Trade Center uh, went down, uh, or even here locally, if you got a fire, you got a uh, a uh, criminal uh, thing going on, some kind of thing going on. Who calls out first? The first responders. They're the ones that, the EMTs, the police officers, the, the firemen. That's why, you know, they want to they disband the firemen. They want to defund the police. That's the craziest thing. But that's the world we're living in. But first responders are the ones that run to the fire or run to the trouble and, and the help in time of need. Now, I call us first responders. We're called to arms. Take up arms and, 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 uh, and, and respond to what's happening in our world today. The world's on fire, but God is calling us to do something, and he's calling us to pray like never before. That's that's one of the, the mightiest weapons we have is to be able to pray to a God that can change things. Now, uh, if you will, we've we've read these scriptures before, but I was I led to, to go back to them again in Ephesians chapter 6, if you'll turn to that, and verse chapter... Or, uh, 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 number 10, verse number 10, and it says this. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. How are we to be strong? We can't be strong in our own abilities, our own way of doing things. We have to have the Lord if to give us the strength to do uh, all that we need to do. You know, it says the joy of the Lord in one place is our strength. If we have the joy of the Lord, knowing that God is for us and not against us, we can be strong. We can do things we're supposed to be doing. And the power of his might, 
Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, Paul's going to write this, and we'll, we'll talk about it, read it, rest of it, uh, like a soldier. He's, he's looking to us as being soldiers. Now, we're as soldiers. You ever heard the uh, scriptures or songs? We're soldiers in the army of the Lord. Amen. That's what we are. We're soldiers. When we, uh, he, yeah, he drafted us maybe, but we enlisted too, you know what I mean? Into the, the kingdom of God, we enlisted to be, and we're born again. Now we're, now we're in that place where we're to be used by God. But one of the ways is to put on the armor of God. He says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against what? The wiles of the devil. How I many of you know he's out to kill, steal, and destroy? You know that scripture, John 10.10. 10. But Jesus said this, I have come that you might have life and have it what? More abundantly. More abundantly. Supernaturally abundantly. Amen? That's what, and, and listen, he's still doing mighty things on the earth today. And, and know this, he, the enemy, will not win. He may, he may look like it, it may look bad, but God is God still on the throne and he will not be outdone. Know that in your heart tonight. He said, but he said, uh, be able to stand for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities, against powers, um, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. You know, that person that's giving you all the trouble, know, get, know what? Know this. We're not wrestling against a person that's of right mind. We're wrestling against the evils of darkness. We're wrestling against devils of darkness. And Paul's saying, this is what, we, what we're fighting against. We're fighting against supernatural beings that, that have been defeated. It's Satan's army that's trying to come against us in this world today. If you cannot see this, my friends, in America, you have to know that we're being overrun by doctor, uh, demons of darkness in Jesus' name. That very thing that, that Paul said here, rulers or principalities against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. This is what we're fighting against. And if we are going to fight against that, we can't fight it with natural carnal means. We can't take up arms like and go out and try to fight with our natural uh, uh, abilities. We have to have a supernatural ability, which God has given us the ability to pray in the spirit and pray and to see things change. Then it says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God. Put on your armor. You're soldiers now. You're in the kingdom. You know, well, if you're the least of one, if you're, a, if you're just a private, you have authority. You have ability to stand in the gap for the lost, the hurting, the dying, the sign. And I have to tell you today, this is what we're to respond to the world that's on fire. We need the church on fire responding to these things. Amen? Responding to this world we live in today. And we can only do that when we put on the whole armor of God. That may we be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. In other words, take our position. Not just defensive position, but an offensive position. You know, an offensive position, you're moving forward. In our prayer life, we're to be moving forward. But he says, here's how you dress. You put on things. You, you tell yourself, this is who I am now in Christ Jesus. Well, what would I say? Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth. I mean, even though there's, the world is so uh, uh, 
uh, wanting the truth. They, they may not know it. That's what they really need is truth. But likewise today, there is so much untruth, so many lies going forth today. They just do it openly today, it seems like. But having your uh, waist girded with, with, uh, with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. How many of you know you're, you've been made righteous when you've accepted Jesus Christ? Put on righteousness. Walk in righteousness. This, I'm right with God. When you're right with God, you can pray and pray his will, pray his uh, desires, and begin to see change come to pass, whatever you're dealing with in your life. But also, I'll be talking a little bit more how we're to pray as soldiers of the Lord. Amen? It goes on to say, uh, having put shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You know what the kingdom of God has been? It's like, it's, it's not meat or drink, the scripture says, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's right. If you're not walking in the peace of God, you're not walking in the joy of God, you begin to tell yourself, I am a child of God. Right, I have been made righteous. I am right standing with God. Therefore, I can have peace and I can have joy. Amen. Joy of the Lord is my strength. Goes on to say, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you may be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. What's a fiery dart? Satan trying to tell you that you're not saved, delivered, set free. You, uh, you're no good. You've, you've never done good. You've never done this. No, we, that's all a fiery dart. Anything that attacks your mind comes against your mind and, and tries to pull you away from what God has already provided through Jesus Christ is a lie. It's a fiery dart. And it can quench those darts. Put them out in Jesus' name. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Amen. Take that Word of God, the sword of the Spirit. You know, the sword is to be welded. It's to be an offensive weapon. You speak it out of your mouth. If you're not speaking it out of your mouth, you're probably not going to have what the Word says. In fact, you're not. So it has to be spoken out of your mouth. Now, it goes on to say, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And then, so what is it we're to do? Well, I've got a list here of things to do, but this is a supernatural provision of the soldier of God, the Christian soldier. Onward Christian soldiers. This is why we're to be first responders. When things happen, when things come against us, when we see things happening in the world, we know it's demonic. We know it's wrong. We can begin to pray. That's This is our armament, a constant spirit of prayer. How many of you know we need to have a constant spirit of prayer? Uh, last Sunday night, I attended a prayer meeting in Rantoul. It's one of five or six churches that have come together uh, full gospel churches, God, people that know God, people that want to see change. What do they pray about? They prayed about breakthroughs for families and, and for communities and the nation and for leaders and for all sorts of things that people would be delivered. Well, this they were this was prayer meeting, my friends. This is what we need. If you haven't been attending anything like that, find where it's happening and get involved. Uh, we're to enter this conflict fully dressed with what he, Paul just described us. He was describing a Roman soldier. They never went out to battle without their full armament on. We shouldn't either, but we dress ourselves with the truth and with the sword of the spirit and the breastplate of righteousness, amen? We must be ready, and, and uh, we have to have great confidence and assurance when we do. We can go to prayer 
and have confidence that God hears our prayer. Now, the following, uh, I read, wrote this down. He must, what must a soldier do? He must pray, always pray. And, as, and listen, if we're not always praying, we're not going to be assured of what God has provided our protection from. Amen? And we're to maintain that constant spirit of prayer at all times. We're to stand our watch, watchman on the wall. Amen? We're to watch and pray. This is what, what it says here. Be careful for nothing, but by everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, we make our requests known to God. That's Philippians 4, 6. Uh, see, uh, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. That's over in First Chronicles. That's what we're talking about. Seeking him, praying to him. Amen? We must be doing that on diligently. It builds assurance and confidence and, and courage to do what God's called us to do. That's why I say we're first responders. We're coming against the powers of darkness, amen, which the world right now is full of. We have situations all around the world of nuclear, uh, uh, talking about nuclear war, and we're talking about wars. We got wars and rumors of wars. We got uh, all sorts of demonically filled people trying to do things uh, to destroy our nation and destroy our world. So we have to be able to pray. What else? We must be able to pray in the spirit. How, oh my goodness, how important that is we pray in the spirit. You know, uh, if you have YouTube, we ought to go on and watch uh, Brother Hagin talking about praying in the spirit, talking about praying in the spirit. He talks about uh, over in 1 Corinthians. Uh, let me go over there real quick. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Uh, let me find this scripture. Um, Find out which, oh, for if, praying in tongues, amen. Uh, aren't you glad we have the ability, uh, supernatural ability to pray in tongues? Building ourselves up, as Joel said, but it says here, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, amen. Edifies, building us up. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God, for no one understands him how in the spirit he speaks mysteries. Praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit about what's going on today in our world. How many of you know where to do that? What a blessing. Uh, Paul said, for if I pray in tongues, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. Here he goes on to say in verse 15, what is the conclusion? I will pray with the spirit and I also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the spirit and I also sing with the understanding. Listen, we have the ability. Thank God. He's filled us full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And over in Acts chapter 2, you know that scripture where they were waiting in the upper room and, and the Spirit of God came. The Holy Ghost came that day and, and lit, uh, set upon them like uh, tongues of fire. And they all begin to speak with tongues. That's a spirit given utterance. And, and it began to change the world. They received power from on high. Power from on high. Amen. But it just got to know that you can pray in the Spirit. We have to know that it says, likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. For we know not what this, uh, not what we should pray for we, as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he searches the hearts known and knows what the mind of the Spirit, because he that maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Romans 8, 26 and 27. Amen. We have that. God-given ability to pray in the Holy Ghost, to pray in the Spirit. That's what Paul said in this right here. Praying with all manners of prayer, all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Amen? We're to do that. That's first responders. That's what we're doing. 
things come. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people, even in the church, I've done it myself, we talk about the problems more than we talk about uh, what can change the problems, what can cause um, God to intervene in our problems. That only comes through prayer and stuff, uh, you know, and seeking his face. Amen? Amen. Goes on to say, what else are we to do? We're to be sleepless in prayer. Sleepless in prayer. In other words, pray without ceasing. The, the, it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Another scripture is, Watch therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all the things that should come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. That's Luke 22. 26. We're to pray without ceasing. We're to pray uh, sleeplessly. Uh, when you say pray without ceasing, well, you have an attitude of prayer. You're thinking about the things of God. And then you, when you hear something that you need, to, the, the, that the Holy Spirit would kind of prompt you to pray, you just begin to pray. Lord, help that situation. Uh, be, be, be somebody that can respond to what the Holy Spirit would have you to do at that time, and that's to pray. Amen. I can't tell you enough how important it is that we pray in this day and this hour. God's expecting us to. Over in Matthew 26, 41, Jesus said this, Watch and pray that you may not, you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is will, is, indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. We need to consume we need to let prayer consume us we need to begin to be prayer warriors so to speak not just soldiers but warriors warriors on the offense going and coming against these powers of darkness just as paul said in ephesians chapter six this is a day when you really need to pray there's things going on in the world today that god's expecting us hey take take up the arms <laughs> begin to pray stand fast go forward in the name of jesus seeing that uh Things can be changed, amen? He's expecting that from his church. He's expecting that from his, ar his army of believers today. Uh, sometimes we can get so caught up on little things. We get disgruntled with each other, and we get all, when all this other stuff is going on, and God says, come on, it's all bigger than this. Get, begin to take armament and take uh, offense, offense against the enemy and stand fast and pray. Because you are the first responders. You are called to arms, called to arm to pray in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Now, how else are we supposed to do? We must pray unselfishly. It shouldn't all be about us. Well, Lord bless me and us four no more, your family or whatever. No, it's about praying for the needs of, and, and of others that certainly need things to go change in their life. Pray one for another. You know, that you... Uh, Pray one for another that you might be healed. Pray one for another. We're to pray one for another. We're to take heart. Wherefore, after I heard your faith, this is uh, Ephesians 1, 15 and 16, uh, your faith in the Lord Jesus and love all unto all the saints, not cease not to give thanks for your making mention of you in my prayers. That's the Paulian prayers. You can go pray, read those for yourself and pray those for yourself and for others. That in first. Uh, Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3, there's prayers that Paul, Paul prayed for the, the body of believers quite often. So he was a first responder, my friends. Then you must pray for leaders. How many of you know we need to pray for leaders today? Do I like what they're doing? Oh, heavens no in a lot of ways. But it, I give you some scriptures here. First Timothy, you know this one. We've used this many times. But First Timothy, it says, Paul says, writing to Timothy, he's saying this. Chapter 2, now listen, 
you don't like have to like what they're doing. In fact, they shouldn't if they're doing things contrary to what God would have them do. Amen. But here's what he says. He says, I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. He, he, God shows his love impartial. He loves all people. He don't love what they do. Amen. For kings or presidents or mayors or uh, uh, governors or uh, the dog catcher or whatever, all men, but these people, and who are in authority, pastors. You ever think about praying for the leaders of our church, churches, that they would preach the gospel, that they would be strong in the Lord in this day and this hour? He's saying praying for everybody is what he's saying. That we may lead what? A quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. This is what, it helps us to get the gospel out when there's peace in, in the land, amen? When there's up evil and carrying on craziness, it's hard sometimes. Now, God will get his way. There's revivals going on. We're gonna be a part of one. We're gonna be entered into that revival. In fact, I think it's already started around the world and in this nation, but we need to be a part of it. Don't let it pass us by, right? For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who, what, desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Listen, let's don't, let's don't have a divided church. Let's don't have a fractured church. Let's don't have one with uh, one's going this way and one's going. Let's get and together in unity and begin to pray one for another. Pray for the churches. Pray for the leaders of our churches. Let's, let's get over the pettiness sometimes, and let's begin to stand on the truth and begin to pray, amen? Because we are called to do that in this day, in this hour. And there's so many scriptures. Uh, Paul said, and it goes on to say, finally, in Second Thessalonians 3, 1, pray for us that the word of God may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. In other words, pray for the leaders, pray for our pastors, pray for our associates, pray for the elders, pray for those that are working in the church, pray, pray for each one, for each one, to be anointed, filled with the Holy Ghost and power, not afraid of walking in the fullness of God, in the gifts of the Spirit and the power of the Holy Ghost, amen, that they'd be able to speak the word boldly, and in this day, and especially in this day and this hour, and be able to stand in the gap when things are not going right. Amen. That the church would come together. Uh, the church on fire is one of the biggest things we can see in this day and this hour. And I certainly want you to pray. Listen, you may not be able to get out and do everything, but you can pray. Every believer, every soldier of the Lord, everyone that's called by his name can pray and believe him for things. Stand in the gap and take this word and begin to pray over what God says to pray about. Amen. This is so important this day and this hour. It's so important that we get on board with what God says. Listen, it's so easy to gripe and complain and, and be critical of what's going on rather than saying, hey, Lord, I'm going to trust you in the midst of all this. I'm going to pray. Seek your face. <laughs> and listen, you know what he says? If you seek his face and pray, you'll be rewarded. Hallelujah. I thank you that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. But part of that is in our prayer life. Amen? Amen. So tonight, I would just tell you, be a first responder. Be one that goes to prayer right away when things begin to happen. When you see things happening in our world, do what the scripture says. Pray without ceasing. Get on your knees and pray, God, change our nation. 
change our church, change our families, change uh, those that are bound by drugs and deliver them and set them free. Let revival begin to take off in our locale here locally, here in St. Joe and Champaign-Urbana, Champaign County, state of Illinois. Listen, we've got things to pray about. We got this time we're living in right now. Lord, help us to put right people in, in office right people in office. We got an election coming up here very soon. God, we need your help in Jesus name. We want to see our nation change. We know it has to have a revival and awakening before it can truly be changed, but we can also see good people be put in office. And I pray that you would do that. So we take that, take that initiative tonight and say, you know, Lord, I haven't always done this. I haven't always prayed. I didn't always think my prayers meant much, but James says it best. The effective First, fervent prayers, that means a hot on fire of a righteous person, avails much. Avails much, amen. And you're righteous if you've accepted Jesus Christ. If you haven't called upon his name tonight, he'll accept you as you are, and you'll be saved, born again. Then you'll be a righteous person, and your prayers will avail much. So we just, let's pray now before I get off here. Father, we thank you that you called us for a time such as this. We're all called at arms. We're all called, excuse me, be first responders. We're all called to pray. And if there's ever a time we need prayer, it's today. So thank you so much for equipping us, for equipping us with your armor that we can stand in the midst of a perverse and, and, and wild generation we live in and know that we can have your will come to pass in our lives and many lives of others. And we just give you praise for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. I trust you're going to be prayer warriors in the, in the army of the Lord. Amen. Amen. See you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.